Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast where you learn how to use that intuitive sense of yours and have it play nicely with the other five senses. This episode, we're going to talk about, is it the human instinct or is it intuition? VickiBear.com, it's time to be your best, it's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing, let's see what your future brings, time to let the fun commence, intuition your first sense. As mentioned before, we have that cute thing called the ego. And that's really the part of us that is the most physically human. When you come in as a soul, you don't have the ego intact. And conversely, when you croak, your ego doesn't go with you. It stays here. And there's been science that has said that the soul leaving the body they've measured weighs nine ounces. I think most of it's the ego. So when we leave that humanness behind, you're able to go into your non-physical self without it. That does not mean that you are all of a sudden enlightened, you know everything, you are, uh, I think you're always perfect in your glory, but um, that you have the all-knowing of a soul we actually continue to learn and we continue to grow on the other side as well. So this human instinct part of us, this ego that was so, um, well, to be redundant, personified by Freud and many others in the psychological world and has many names like the subconscious, the unconscious, the psyche, superego, id, inner self, innermost self, It's got a lot of names. So this part of us is vital. It's so important because it's the part that keeps us moving. So if your soul is your kind of like the gasoline and the to the to your vehicle and your physical self is the vehicle, the the ego is the that little fuel line <laughs> that gets them so that they can work effectively together. And part of helping people, in, in my world anyway, is to help them embrace this part of ourselves that is just as beautiful as the non-physical, eternal soul part. It simply needs a little bit of support and understanding, and I think compassion. So the ego is the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious, and it's responsible for reality testing, <laughs> like really wanting some facts and, and wanting to see what is tangible, and it, it's also responsible for a sense of personal identity. And I don't think, I can't think of anything more boring than all of us walking around being the same. That would be horrible. <laughs> so be like a science fiction movie or something and very robotic. So the fact that we have this aspect of ourselves 
I think if more of us could calm and be appreciative of it, we could then work with it in its highest form and then combine all of the beautiful programming that's available too because it is it does have the ability to support and to encourage you to move forward and all of these you know when we hear somebody's a game changer or that they're a um, you know, forward thinker or all of that, that's part of the ego too. And I think we have to embrace that and to support it so that we can have, use our powers for good <laughs> and we can bring this into the world and bring innovation and connection and help to heal the planet and to bring more of a balance in that sense too. So, my one of my intentions while here in the physical form is to help people learn to appreciate the individuality that they have and that individuality is your ego so it is very much used for survival instinct it is that part of us that says look over your shoulder or um you know, watch out, there's a saber-toothed tiger chasing you, which isn't much of an issue lately, but we still act like it is. So part of us could learn to calm that down too. It has an automatic response system. It's one of the ways you can tell when somebody is completely in their egoic self, if they react to what you said. They are not connecting their non-physical knowing self with this beautiful brain that we have. They are simply reacting and they're going from survival instinct, like they're about to be eaten and they have to strike back. So it has more of an automatic response system rather than, or automatic reaction, sorry, rather than a response system. When you respond, you take time. You reflect, you think about the smart ass answer, but maybe you don't give it. And that's a way to use the brain and the intuitive self of this may not be the wisest thing. Vicki, just close your mouth and maybe have a chuckle at the smart aleck response, <laughs> but don't share it. So the brain is very important in this ego process. And again, not a therapist, neuroscientist, or anything like that. I simply have a lot of lab hours with people. And this, I think, a pretty fun informational system coming from spirit that helps me understand and maybe be a little bit more relaxed about all of this process. You have it too. You just need to listen to it. So there is a part of our brain called the reticular activating system. And that system, often referred to as the RAS system, which is a little bit more fun, and there used to be these RAS candies that were really good. Uh, so different RAS, that was R-A-Z-Z, this is R-A-S. So the reticular activating system is your inbox. It saves every message that has ever been sent to you, whether it was supportive or not. It says, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that. And it keeps putting it in. I don't know how it doesn't run out of storage space, but it doesn't. And this is often what I find people are battling with when they have doubt or insecurity, fears, or that reactiveness. Because a lot of the times people are reacting from a sense of insecurity or fear. 
So when I do the repatterning, I'm working with what's been installed in someone's reticular activating system along with how does that activate the amygdala? Can we get into a calm space? What's going on in that frontal lobe? All of this is happening because the brain is amazing and it will respond to what you're putting in. And if the information going into the reticular activating system is everything's going to be stored, why not put in stuff that's supportive? Now, sometimes, like a, your computer, and we, I talked about this before, you do have to defrag. And you can do that through uh, repatterning. You can do it through tapping. You can work with a certified therapist to do EMDR. The brain will meet you where you are willing to go. So if you have the willingness to say, I want to really stop talking to myself in such a negative way, or the looping thoughts that come up, or being in a habit of not believing in myself. Because when you come in, you believe you can do anything. Just ask a kid. They think they can fly. Okay, gravity's an issue, but they still believe that they can fly. So the, the, I want to take away some of the fear of ego. I want it to be a word that we use, that we appreciate, that we acknowledge, but it doesn't take away from your whole self, and it actually adds to. So the ego is not guided by deep knowledge or expertise. It is simply going off of what was programmed in there. So your deep knowledge is your intuition. Your expertise is what you've practiced. So if you're reacting, you are dancing and completely living in that fear ego space. And that's just not necessary. So one of the ways that I encourage people to communicate with their ego is to actually give it an identity. You know, like Beyonce has Sasha Fierce, right? That's how she gets on stage. She has an incredible stage fright, and but she will channel her Sasha Fierce, which is not easy to say, and she will get out there and she will just absolutely do an amazing show and create a great business. And that's one way of, of working with your egoic self and coming into acceptance. When I first started doing readings, I had all these, who do you think you are? What does, you don't have the experience, what's going on? I had all that running through my head and it would be most active right before someone showed up for a session. And one day I just said, you know what? Go stand in the kitchen. I, I can't deal with you right now. I have to work with this person. They're expecting me to be fully present. Go stand in the kitchen and I'll see you later. And you know how in the old movies they would show the soul coming out of the body and it would float up? That's what I picture. And this is actually what I suggest to people. Picture it dressed exactly as you are. Same outfit and have it float out, go stand in the corner somewhere, kindly, just say, go stand over there. I just don't need your your criticism or your negativity right now. I need to be present and, uh, and, and involved in what I'm speaking of. 
And then you'll feel a calm that comes over your body. I have left her on the side of the road. I've left her in the shower. I've left her on the way to a race. (laughs) And sometimes I circle back and get her, and sometimes I let her find her way home. (laughs) So having a practice where you can say to your brain, literally say, I give myself permission to release the part of me that is activated at this moment and isn't serving me. And then take a breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. So let's take a breath in through your nose and out through your mouth as we take a break. Maybe take a couple, not just one, because you want to keep breathing. And I'll see you back in a few seconds. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free. And there is a creation tool right inside the app, and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless. And something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot .fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Welcome back. Do you feel more grounded after taking some breaths? It's one of the things that we forget to do. Breath will immediately ground you. It will bring you back to your body and it will remind you that inspiration, hello, that's why it's called inspiration, is a good thing. So, when you take a breath, you're taking an inspiration. So you get to be inspired about your life, and it also means in spirit. So when you connect with that breath, you are in spirit at the moment. The action of it makes it inspiration. So intuition and how is it different than the ego? Some of it I've already mentioned in that it is a response mechanism. When you communicate with someone who is connected with their own knowing, you'll see there's a little pause there. And some people talk over it. Like they'll just keep talking because you were simply taking a pause to respond. And then they just keep on going (laughs) because they're not used to people pausing and considering what they would like to say. So intuition comes from that space in between words that Wayne Dyer has a great meditation called Getting in the Gap. And it's the space between the words that really does exist. And I know I talk fast, so there's not a lot of spaces between my words. I get so excited about this stuff. that. uh, But if you take the moment and you pause in between those spaces, it's such such a powerful experience. So intuition, as I've mentioned before, comes from the soul level. It's the eternal part of us. So you go through each lifetime, and yes, we've been through many, and you probably have more to go. My, <laughs> my line is I want to learn as much as I can in this lifetime to maybe you know, mitigate a few lifetimes coming back. I'm okay with finishing up ahead on the uh, escalated process. I'm good with that. So uh, each lifetime when you come back, you do get a new ego, that soul continues through. 
And it's learned a few languages over its lifetime. And yes, you were male and female. No, you were not a cat. You were not a horse. You were not a dog. Probably not a mermaid either. And most likely not royalty because only so many of us could have been royalty back in the day because there weren't a lot of them. <laughs> so it's okay to be whoever you were and whoever you are now. So that eternal part is going to bring the information forward and it's going to translate that into our spoken language, into the energy received and given off by our chakras, our energy centers that are in our body and in our field. And then it's also going to communicate with the other realms that exist in our universe. And I'll get into more of those at a later podcast. So this team that you have around you and the information that you can receive is does contribute to your intuition. Intuition drops in without a story. It doesn't have a lead up to he said this, then she said this, then the if you have that kind of dialogue going in your on in your head, you're in ego. You are not in intuition. Intuition drops in and it's a knowing, it's a phrase, sometimes it's one word which can be a little bit frustrating because you're like, can I have a little bit more to go on? Uh, but it will often be uh, just drops right in. This is a bad analogy, but it does kind of feel like when an elevator drops out from underneath you, it will feel something like that when it just lands in your in your body. Intuition will always support you in releasing what is no longer supporting you. It may say, do you really want to hang out with that person? Do you really want to um, take that trip? Uh, do you have to go to this party tonight? I am well known for <laughs> go authentically or don't go at all. If my gut, if I accepted an invitation with the exception of something that is um, meaningful or I'm hired to do, I, I often will follow my own intuitive sense. So this could be, for instance, there's something going on in the common and I said I was going to go and then decided, nah, don't really want to go. Go authentically or don't go at all. It supports, the intuitive part supports releasing, in that case, the obligation, the sense of obligation that we often put on ourselves because somebody said it would be a good idea. So because it drops in and it is part of your eternal self, it's got a sage advice to it. Um, and if I don't know if you've ever met someone who, who um, emits a sage energy, just very intelligent, very grounded, they often don't give a lot of words. You know, uh, they, it's usually you think they're talking in code and then you just have to walk away and then later on figure it out. Um, in the movie Eat, Pray, Love, Katut is a good example of that. He didn't give her the information. He gave her um, little sound bites almost and she had to figure out what was going on. So one of the things that I love about our inner GPS is that it will encourage you to release the fears. 
Um, that doesn't mean you're not going to feel nervous in releasing it. But that big, deep breath you take before signing on the dotted line or agreeing to go out with someone um, or whatever the um, challenge of the, the moment is, that big, deep breath is your intuition saying, I totally believe in you <laughs> and we've got this. We might not have figured it all out yet, but but we've got this. And it's not initially a conscious decision. It's not something that shows up and it makes a lot of sense. You, you have to develop the communication style with yourself in order to decipher. And we all communicate differently with ourselves and with other people. So you have to learn the language of your own knowing. Um, and like I've said before, it won't always make sense. In hindsight, it will. And then you learn to, to roll with it because, again, of that track record. So um, one of the things, one of the times, as an example, I uh, was working for a, a nurse association in the finance department and billing. And I walked in and my boss, who I had been asking for years to create some kind of uh evaluation system, you know, like you typically have at a job where every year or so they talk about stuff and you work on this. And you know, He wasn't really good at that. So I had been after him for years to create that because I like a plan. I like to know what I'm working on. And the day he developed, he calls in the office and says, we're going to start doing this. I said, well, you should know I'm not going to be here for the whole year. Well, I had no real intention of sharing that with him at that time because who gives six months notice um and it was the only thing he really acted on the entire time I was there so within 10 minutes my boss knew and I was in effect giving two weeks notice so that moment I would not have said it was a conscious decision at all it was an intuitive download um and blurted out in the moment and yet it was my intuitive sense that said, if we don't say it, she's never going to say it because she's going to stay with safety. And it ended up leading to me doing this full time and really setting myself on the trajectory of helping people, which is what I wanted to do. So my cognitive head probably would have argued that um, probably until we paid off the mortgage and everything else. But um, the intuitive side said, nope, we're dropping this in and we're giving it out. And I'm so grateful it did. So it's also really fun to know when babies are coming and all that. So you can really tap into that fun part of it too. So the intuitive side, because soul recognizes soul. So when the uh, energies are coming in, they'll definitely communicate. So I hope this helps clarify and then help you to integrate your beautifully eccentric, probably a little odd egoic self with your eternal knowing intuitive side so that you can start to feel like you're walking around in a cohesive unit and then you can feel more comfortable in the life you have and then be able to start creating and manifesting what it is that you'd like to see in your life because the clarity will help you do that. So this has been Intuition, Your First Sense. 
And I'm so grateful you joined us. And the next episode, we will be talking about things that go bump. So what happens when that energy does get created? And yes, things go bump in the night, but I'm going to explain some of those. So thank you for joining us. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut, it's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thanks for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. Remember to follow me online for all the latest news and updates at at Coach Vicki Baird on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Also at VickiBaird.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com. This podcast was recorded at Allison Larkin Presents and produced by Josh Reese. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review so we can stay connected. See you next time.